For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. It was Bishop's birthday yesterday. We wish you a happy birthday from the Macarius headquarters. All your children, all your sons and daughters. Wish you happy, 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 happy birthday. We know that it's a difficult season with the loss of your first son, but we still pray that in the midst of the deep sorrow, God will give you something to smile about, that he has given you many, many, many sons and daughters all over the world, and we pray that we'll be able to give you some comfort We can't replace the one that is gone, but we pray that we'll be able to give some comfort to your heart throughout your days. What a blessing. So, in a moment, let's just lift our Father up to God, thanking God for his life and thanking God to... Uh, for him and for all that he means to us he's always been there for us and he's been in all our difficult situations and sent people to us to comfort us to strengthen us to visit us to preach to us it's all his engineering and his moves Even if you never see him in your church, he's always sending people to you, people praying for you, people counseling you, people visiting you, people loving you, people coming to your events, making sure your marriage comes on well, you are counseled, you are strengthened, it's officiated beautifully, all of it is his engineering. We want to thank God for him on his birthday that God will strengthen him even more in this in these difficult times we find ourselves and he finds himself that even in the midst of it as his birthday comes on that he will find something to comfort him and something to strengthen him what a blessing his life has been oh Jesus thank you for Bishop Dagwood Mills. Thank you for his life. Thank you for the many, many, many sons and daughters you have birthed through him and brought up through him and encouraged through him and strengthened through him and guided through him. We pray, O oh God, that in these times, even on this day, as he celebrates the season of his birthday, Lord, the season of the morning and the, the loss of his son will not weigh too heavily on him. 
but that the many sons and daughters you have given him will be a comfort to his heart all over the world throughout the world majita ala mahandaraba rima kosakata jideli baharada sisiye oh mighty god da sindeli mikarades libra do sapra deli barata sinde beridiasa yes lord yes lord yes lord yes lord we give you glory we give you honor mashindeli barades libro safra mata berinamushakaya yes master thank you because you have done it and you will do it be glorified be glorified father we thank you for the life of our founder our prophet our teacher our apostle our pastor evangelist great apostle of our time we thank you for another year for his life and lord you know how to strengthen how to comfort because you are the god of all comfort and that even as he celebrates another milestone in the years of his life that you have added to him that you will continue to strengthen him you will continue to anoint him you will continue to favor him and that lord the many sons and daughters you have brought for spiritually out of him father i pray that will be a comfort to him even in these times we thank you and may you continue to use him throughout our world and strengthen him to continue and to fight on and to survive and to press on and to do your will we pray that your mighty hand will continue to be strong upon him and that you will show yourself strong and mighty in his life throughout his days we wish him happy birthday long life prosperity and the blessing of the lord in jesus name amen clap your hands shout happy birthday bishop daggerward mills amen wonderful wonderful what a blessing let's close our eyes as we just prepare to hear the word of god Oh mighty God Lord I come to you let my heart be changed renewed flowing from the grace that I found in you
me see you face to face. you may be seated why God wants you to experience suffering part 2 last week we saw that um, God has destined for us as believers to not just believe and trust and have faith in miracles and expectations of testimonies but we must also uh, be ready for suffering in Christ Philippians chapter 1 and verse 29 he says for unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him but also to suffer for his sake the sake of Christ to suffer for the sake of Christ. Because you are a follower of Jesus, there are sufferings that you may have to go through because of that faith. <laughs> and it's easy to say God is a God of miracles. Jesus died he was poor that we might be made rich. All those are good scriptures and they are all true. You see, but most of us and many, including us pastors and bishops and founders and presidents of ministries, 
often when we find one truth in the scriptures and and most of you Christians most of you believers when the message is nice for you and you enjoy it eh, you want to cancel out all other messages in the Bible which are not falling in the same line as the one you enjoy is that not so? Even when you are in church and they are preaching certain messages, some people leave church for a while. Then they return after some time when that, that season has passed. Because they don't like... One, one pastor actually, a, a bishop, he said his fellow pastor was saying something what's in the Bible. And he said, my flesh don't like this message. <laughs> And he was, he was just trying to be real in the sense that the thing is in the Bible and you are saying it and I have to follow it, but my flesh, but my spirit will do it, but my flesh don't like this message. To some of us, your flesh don't like certain messages. You see, so you would wish that if you had a man of God, he wouldn't preach those things. Let's say you have a boyfriend. Or you have a girlfriend. Or you have a sugar daddy. Or a sponsor. I think modern terminology is sponsor. Or you are a slay queen. Do you see? You are a queen who slays ministers of state and rich people for money. Yes. So you wake up in the morning dressed and you dress to kill. Yes. You have an aim. Do you see? So when you are in a church and the, the messages are always on you have a boyfriend you have to sacrifice your boyfriend and lose your boyfriend if you want to follow Jesus. Yes, even Jesus said you have to lose your life for my sake. You see, if you save your life you lose it and if you lose it you save it. So that's the mystery of God's word. And when you hear those things, you wish that the, the man would not say you have a boyfriend. Like he shouldn't give those clear examples which really describe you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Because it's very easy to be shouting, preach! Amen! What a word! Oh, preacher! Somebody said, preach, preacher, preachest. <laughs> I mean, they are not uh, to be... Uh, Giving those superlatives, but it's like a, it's a, it's a preach, a preach is a to preach, and preacher is the man. But he just added preachers, just for happiness sake. Preach preacher. That he was trying to say preach preacher, because you are preaching. When the message, especially if you are you and your wife are sitting down, do you see? Even some people don't say the amen because if they say amen a lot, it may result in stubbornness in the house that because even the pastor said it I won't do it because we are shouting amen too much but some husbands say preach you are preaching or some wives will say tell them tell them (laughs) I remember I was preaching about uh, if you don't provide for your own you are worse than an infidel and I was saying that husbands she provide. I was bringing scriptures for provision. And I was giving examples. Some of you in the house, you, there's no free spending money. Your wife doesn't have any. It's like there's no money lying somewhere that it's like she has seen some Brazilian hair and she wants to buy. It's like there's no free money like that. Hey, hey, hey don't touch. 
I'm buying cement. <laughs> We've been buying cement for more than 10 years. <laughs> and sand and stones. <laughs> Do you see? I was getting, I got wives stood up to pour money in the bag. Yeah. As appreciation for the revelation that God was bringing. They were bringing offerings. Yes. But when I preach, in an, another, the same message I can say, wives... You know, you have to be obedient, respectful. You can't call your husband swine. No, I don't get offering. You see, but you see, in Deuteronomy, I, I, Deuteronomy 27, Deuteronomy 28. 27 is about curses. 28 is about blessings. Okay. Now, in the 28, where he talks about blessings, when he lists the blessing, he says, and all the people shall say, Amen. So, it's like there will be a castle. Then the next sentence is, say, Amen. Cursed be he that removeth his neighbor's landmark. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he who despises his mother or his father. Then the people shall say, Amen. Hey, it's like even curses cry, God expects you to say amen to it. The fact that the thing is worrying you or pricking you or pushing you or pinching you doesn't mean that you shouldn't say amen to it. And that is what results in the imbalance in the church. So those who believe in prosperity, message, healing, success, victory, don't want to preach about suffering, losing sacrificing so it's like if you have a boyfriend you shouldn't lose him if you have a girlfriend don't lose him just be in the church god will prosper you you see but god is angry with you why should the pastor say that god will prosper you when god is angry with you the soul that sinneth it shall die the pastor should say continue sinning but the lord is sending his angel to bring you money hey that's why some pastors will go to hell. Or you say, we did mighty miracles. My... And you'll be surprised that you can use the name of Jesus to cast out devils and the devil will go away. And use the name of Jesus to pray for people to receive healing, deliverance, prosperity, and they'll prosper, they'll do it. But God doesn't like you. So, Paul the apostle he said I have not shunned in all the time that I have been with you to declare unto you the whole counsel of God the whole counsel and if you are Christian try you see if something pricks you and you are not able, you are not, it's not yet being done in your life it doesn't mean that they shouldn't say it or that God shouldn't bring it up and they should leave you to be how you are so if he's going to send you to hell they should leave you to be how you are hmm? oh you don't understand the message sometimes if you are a parent and you correct your children correct at a point that you don't want to speak because like the person doesn't want you to say oh ah mommy ah oh daddy every day ah i'm tired it's like you are tired of hearing the instructions that's why if you read Proverbs, he says, My son, listen to the instructions of your father. And in this life, if you even get somebody to instruct you, like tell you what to do, I tell you that it's a blessing, but you may not know that it's a blessing. So, 
when you can't do something, pray about that thing till it works in your life. If you're a serial fornicator, boy or girl, don't just perpetuate it or just receive anointing oil so that it, con- it helps you to continue it. As somebody said, some thieves, when they are going to steal, they pray. In fact, when the Liberian war was on and the people were holding cutlasses to cut off the arms and legs of people, the arms, short sleeve or lock, is it Liberia, Sierra Leone? They used to pray. And Liberia too, they used to shoot the people. Yeah, and kill them. And cut them with machete. And they used to, there was a reverend. He was in there. They said, Hey, Reverend, where, where the Reverend did? Where the Reverend did? When you watch the documentary, say, Well, Reverend, Reverend, come pray, come pray. Because they are going to eat or they are going to eat after that. They are going to kill people. So, hey, call the Reverend, call the Reverend. Reverend will come and pray so that when they go, no, bullet will not catch them. Do you understand? So it's like you are doing something bad. But the pastor should say, is shouldn't say that it's bad, but he should just preach. He said he should say something that is not is neutral or something that is more positive. Do you understand the message? So far, do you understand? All of us have something that when they say it a lot, you become uncomfortable because idea no is there. Sometimes you also like it. It should stay with you, but you know you know fine. When the Bible says anger dwells in the bosom of fools, you see, and you just exhibited anger on the way here in the car with your spouse and children. Do you understand? Very angry, insulting everybody, and then you enter the church and you start lifting. I walk closer now. You are lifting your hand on the highway through the oh. You are singing, you are standing, you are lifting your hand, and 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 your spouse may be looking and say, "Hey, Charlie, hmm. <laughs> does God know how this man is who is lifting his hand like that? By now, he will have made angels take shears to sh- sh- shave his fingers, crack, 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 as he has lifted them like that. Then shears will be cutting them, big scissors, cut off his fingers." Some spouses are even praying that their, their partner will die. Yes. Such a prayer is in your heart. You see, we shouldn't preach about it. We shouldn't read a verse that wraps you on the wrong side. Then Paul, Paul said, How have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? Because if you're a pastor too, you have to be preaching the truth. Now when you are preaching it, the, the members don't like it. See that next Sunday he won't come to church. Now boy, a chidodo. One day a lady told me that, Bishop, here I won't be mama. Some years ago, he said, Bishop, here I won't be mama. Because there was a season that it was on them. But I think to, now these days I'm a bit more balanced. Even some wives don't want to talk to me because they know that, they know my mind. How my mind works in that type of situation. They know pepe pepe. report. This thing that I mean, I know they will go and report me, but I'll do it still. <laughs> and then they will come and report. It's like eh, I know I've been reported, but you it's okay. 
I've, 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 I've apologized. It's like sometimes you do the thing, you know that the thing you are doing, you know, fine. But I have to do it. I must do it. I get something off my chest. But when I finish, then after that's okay. You, you, it's okay. I'm sorry for what I did the last time. But you knew you were going to, it was not good. Anyway, so preaching about sacrificing, losing, suffering is biblical. And even if it affects you, you need to accept that that is God's word for your life. And it is good for you. So he says, for you, it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer. So I, should, I, I preached about faith. I shouldn't preach about suffering. Here is our prophet. One of the saddest sentences I ever heard him say was the Sunday after the Good Friday when he was preaching and he said, look at me. My son is dead. As if I don't pray. As if God is angry with me about something. I've just come from my crusades. 23 days back to back. I come into Good Friday. My son is dead. Do you see? What do you do? Do you curse God and die? Or you who are standing by can easily think that this person there's something wrong with him for such a thing look at him going all over the place and then when he comes now his son has also died that's what you can you may easily think but i pray for you if that's that's how your mind works that god will forgive you your thoughts before it becomes a guess i will show you something to know that it's not bad people that's uh, bad things happen to but good people and very saintly and very anointed people can go through some suffering here in this life and they should not curse God for it that is why he preached powerfully you never he knew that his son was dead before good friday yes he knew it the day before And yet, stood up to preach powerfully and talked about accomplishing (laughs) the sufferings of Christ. The mysterious accomplishment of the sufferings of Christ. He was suffering and he was preaching about suffering. And did miracles and took testimonies. Prayed led us and not only that day but has been leading us to pray against premature death for your children for yourself for everyone tuesday friday tuesday friday for those of you who joined flow prayers you know it already so when he said as if i don't pray i i, I was quite sad yes because he prays we know it even you can't stay when he's leading the prayer that you cannot you can't hang on for the uh, three hours or four hours or five hours that he's leading. Now you will even be falling asleep. And he's always praying. And he prays before he comes to lead us to pray. Do you understand? But in Christianity, there is suffering that you can go through without cursing God. 
and turning your back on him or lowering your zeal and that is what our great apostle has showed us yes that even if I lose my son I will still preach one day I will see him again one day in the resurrection I will see my son again and continues to preach and continues to do the work of God and you are stopping church and leaving God anyway let me just continue my few points that I have because otherwise I'll be preaching my points inside the exhortation number one we saw last week why God wants us to experience suffering because it pleases him it pleases him they are all in my book losing suffering and dying it pleased God to bruise him knowing what was going to come after that anybody who goes through suffering becomes a better person so number two God wants us to experience suffering because it makes you perfect or mature or complete yes one day a man of God was uh, referring to some people he said some people want to take the fatherhood of the land yes there are some people who have who want to uh, arrogate to themselves the fatherhood of spiritual fatherhood in the land Say, but what have they survived? <laughs> what have they been through? And what have they suffered? Because it's like you want to be a father over other people. What have you been through? You only become father, do you understand? Mature person who is fathering people when you have been through certain things. Yeah. <laughs> Even as a president, sometimes I think. You are not, and unless you are about 45 or so, 40, then you can become a president. But by 40, dear, you have seen some things. You have been through things. Yes. A little boy told their mother, Mother, Mama, you think I don't know things? I know things. Six years old. Now, when a six year old boy says, I know things, I mean, what does he know? What can he know? He has not even seen pimples before. But ask those who are in their teens. When boys are sending them text messages. They have been through things. Yes. Disappointment. When you see an elderly mama. Who has been faced by husband. Different situations and so on. Many of them become bitter. Bottle bitter widows their latter years but going through things shouldn't change you it should mature you yes I'm coming to that soon God wants you to experience suffering because it will make you obedient makes you obedient Bible says the son although he was a son he learned obedience by the things he suffered Suffering helps you to obey. There are people who don't even cross red light. Even sometimes when it is green, they don't move. They delay a bit before they step on. Why? Because they have suffered under the hand of Ghana police. Park your car. Park your car. Bring your license. And you are in a hurry. You are in a hurry. That's why you try to cross. And then just when he you crossed and you saw him you knew that there was trouble park your car 
Then he will come and sit inside the car. Then he will say, Yes, your boys are here. We are here for you. Or if you try to challenge him, I didn't cross the red line. No, I don't accept it. Why? Why are you sitting in my car? Okay, let's go to the Udoko police station. And they will take you. Hey! You will be there. You say, write your statement. This, this, that. Then they bring you before the court. Hey! Small! It's like you were, it was amber, but just when you were going to stop, then it changed to red. And you already in motion, you see. So it's like, how do you stop in the middle of the road? And, you know, we all do those things sometimes, isn't it? Then you know, you, sometimes you look like this, there's no police. Just, shh. Then just when you move about some 20 meters now, then he comes into the road. My friend, park your car. <laughs> park your car. Then you, you now you know you are in trouble. And based on that, you see that the next time they say, "Oh, it's it's, it's green." Oh, <laughs> say, "Okay, okay, now we can move," because you have suffered. You have learned obedience by the things you suffer. So sometimes God just allows you to have some suffering. One boy, one boy, one boy, every day sleeping, no re- no resistance. Then you get a disease. And you start seeing some discharges. They say, Where? Where is this one too from? Then they give you the diagnosis. Then you say, I'm finished. From that day, you see that you become a, an evangelist for people not to fornicate. Yes. By the things you suffer. So, some people haven't suffered anything. That's why they are continuing in their sin. I shouldn't preach about something like this. Hmm. There are people who are in hospitals because they have run away from God's calling. Yes. There are people who should be in full-time ministry. They, they forsook that calling and are doing business. Then you see trouble along the way successful ah, then at a point you start seeing certain troubles it should speak to you if you are spiritual you should pray about it and let God show you that it is because of that disobedience and then you will be what now you say I don't know who is saying that thing number four God wants you to experience suffering because it will bring you closer to Christ and then Last week we ended on God wants you to experience suffering because of the glory that will follow. Because after every suffering there is gain. Are you listening to me? Number six. God wants you to experience suffering so that you play your part in the completion of the sufferings of Christ. Colossians 1.24 says Now I rejoice in my sufferings For your sake And in my flesh I do my share on behalf of his body Which is the church In filling up that which is lacking In Christ's afflictions Now I rejoice in my sufferings For your sake 
and in my flesh I do my share on behalf of his body which is the church in filling up that which is lacking in Christ's afflictions this is perhaps the most mysterious reason why we should suffer to complete the sufferings of Christ does it mean Jesus didn't finish no he finished his work but if he describes himself as the head of the church and we are his body then if the head suffered why is the body not doesn't want to suffer I'm asking you a question in Ephesians chapter uh, chapter 1 when he talks about verse 21 thereabout he says for above he, far, he elevated Christ far above principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this life but also in the life which is to come verse 22 and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him that filleth all in all so if the church is his body eh, are you following the logic because sometimes we have to use logic in the teaching and he's, he, he's suffering Christ must suffer or has suffered why does his body not want to go through sufferings for his sake if you are the body of Christ that when you go through some difficulties you say God has forsaken you how can this be God this cannot be God 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 cannot do this to me how can I be serving God and I'm not prospering you should be able to go through poverty and non-prosperity for the sake of Christ but because we don't want to suffer poverty for his sake you have Christians who are apache 419 Kululu people. So you see a Christian in the church, he said, he, He's very fast if you like, if you like blink. By the time you blink like this, you, you, your, your trousers is gone. Yes. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Because you find Christians collecting bribes as heavily as unbelievers are collecting because he does not want to go through bring that thing bring that thing quickly bring that thing you work for someone they pay you 1300 you have to learn and go through the suffering of surviving on your 1300 instead of when your boss sends you go and buy air condition then you arrange with the air condition shop that they should make it 7200 when is 4200 yeah a christiano then you come and tell your boss that oh since the e-levy came everybody has increased their prices a, a christiano a singing leading worship singing in the choir uh, uh, ushering in the church prayer warrior everything by side he can't suffer you see what I'm saying is that for his sake because of Christ that you say now you are a Christian no Charlie there are some tears and this message is in the Bible 
Christ has called us to it. It's not as though we are not called to it. We have been called. We are called to it. To, this is the way we are to live. It's not easy. Living for Jesus is not easy. Yes. You are not married. You are burning. Hey, when you burn, eh, you, if you are not careful, you can go mad. It's like, it, it, it's like your mind cannot think straight. You, 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 you become harassed. You, you, you become stupid. That's why you find a very decent man going to follow a prostitute who has not bathed. Yes. Yes. Because when the person, a man is burning, do you understand? He has erection, he hasn't gone down. Sometimes two, three days. Do you see? And he doesn't have a wife. It's not a small thing, oh. Even some husbands are married, but they are not allowed in a they don't flow in a certain way because there's no flow in the house. So they, they are denied that they, 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 they are not correct, they are not well. They are not well. When they say they are not well, you may not understand. But yare, You see, if you're a woman, you may not understand it. It's not easy for men, I'm telling you. Then when you get one wife, said only this woman should be the only direction in which your you 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 go. There's no other way. It's like nowhere else is possible. Hey, Okay. I yes. Moon need testosterone. Right. Yes. That's why you can be in the house with your husband one week. You say, Oh, you, you are tired, you are not well, your head is paining you. Now he's walking around. One week of no sex eh, is, is a problem. I don't know whether the men, I, I, you see how the men are very serious. It's like what I'm saying eh, is very serious. You are there with your husband. Maybe he traveled at one month. He's come. The night that he has come, you say, Oh, you were cooking, very busily cooking. So you didn't have, I mean, it's like, Now you are still organizing the house. When he has come from town, he has traveled and come. Oh, He's going mad, but you don't know. He is not well. He is shivering. He is, he is, he's experiencing bumulungwings. It's not easy. There's fire. It's fire in his bosom. It's very difficult. So if you're a wife, you have to really learn and, and help him. You have to help your husband. So maybe if you're a wife, you may say that, oh, lighthouse there, we like talking for the men and so But you see, you may not understand. When you are a Christian, it's different. Unbelievers there, oh, they have, you don't even have to press them. They have different ones. Because, oh, you, oh, you are tired, oh, okay, no problem. He will just park his car now and go out and come later. Yes. When he comes, he comes to lie down coolly, wipe his mouth as though he has done nothing very hard 
it's a very hard area for men if you don't know a very hard suffering if you are so if you are a christian male eh, who's suffering like this so when you are priapism do you know priapism hmm. ah. but that's the reality you have to suffer now they have given you only one woman that you should have and I'm, I'm also so unpe- a lot of ladies they don't like sex especially if they have given birth already oh. there's no motivation for sex when they didn't have children oh now are you sleeping are you are you sleeping? I'm, 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 I'm in my time oh don't let's try again let's try again they'll be calling you when when the season passes and the children have come, no a doom jano no to to padlock no she won't dress well, she won't bath well, she won't shave, she won't do anything. It's very hard though. It's hard for men. You have to have pity on men are very they are they are an endangered species. Preaching, no? A bad nigga say, or bread. Preaching, no? You suffer. You see, but if you're a Christian, you are supposed to suffer. It's like, yes. So, should a bad nigga now? Because he's always with the ladies in the choir, the ladies in the fresh lilies, the ladies in the this thing. What should he do? So, she just pick one every day and go. He's not married yet. He doesn't even have a beloved. And I'm on him. Have a beloved. You are grown up. All your things are working. And you are going through, you see, the suffering to a do baby. You have to marry and reduce it. Yes. When you marry, it's not the end though, because they will make you suffer too, because they won't, they won't, they won't, they won't understand what you are going through. Preaching, no? They won't understand it. And men, they can give birth even in their 80s. So we can see that even, even 80 cries still no, no. He still needs some small help because at a point you need help. Sufferings. If you don't want to suffer, you will commit fornication and adultery. Because it's like I can't I can't handle this. You can't handle it. That's how come we have multiple. But for the sake of Christ, yes, who has given me this rule difficult but that's part of the suffering the calling to suffer so that I stay as a good Christian now many Christians are not good Christians but they don't want to go through any it's like suffering because even my my the the worker who there's some girl who works in some office near my office she cries she's always asking me to come for lunch and so on maybe i'm after lunch you know some blessing will come after that my brothers we have no excuse for the sake of christ you have to hold your penis and pack it under your thighs like this and squeeze your ties together and hold it in check that guy 
Jack, we are not going anywhere. For the sake of Christ, we are parked at the parking station. Let's, let's stay here. Let's stay here. Not only to believe, but also to suffer this type of suffering. This type of suffering. Otherwise, every day you are chasing girls. Because the, the ability to chase it doesn't end when you marry. But it only ends when you say, For the sake of Christ, I've taken my cross and I'm going to suffer. Let them kill me. Let me die. But I'll follow him and obey him. Yes, Living for Jesus is not easy like that. It's not easy. Say Amen. Wives, do you understand what I'm preaching? Do you understand? Even though your husband may think that he's old, he's not, he's old, but he can give birth to five children after this age. Because that thing is still working. Only that sometimes at this age, it's like everybody has slowed down. It's like, look, we've got our children already. Let's sleep. We can't sleep like that. He doesn't sleep like that. He shouldn't sleep like that. <laughs> For the sake of Christ, suffer, you suffer, you suffer. It's like your wife has traveled. The breasts are aged. I don't even know how. Ah, shower, cold water, shower, pour you are. Hey, Radin and Copon, what kind of suffering is this? But you see, for the sake of Christ, we have to, we have to force. Otherwise, you go anymore. Bring him to an open shame. And we say we are believers, but we are unbelievers. We say we love him, but we don't obey him. Brothers, suffer for Jesus. Young young people who have married with the diagro. Now, small, small girls here, young warrior, money, mum, almost stress, almost stress. Then, when they also marry, then they, be, they change, they make their face bomb like bosom. God wants you to experience suffering so that you can become humble. Suffering makes you humble. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Hmm? He says, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. To do what? To do what? To humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. The journey from Egypt across the Red Sea into the wilderness would have uh, into the into Cana would have taken 40 days 40 days but it took 40 years and God said he's using it to punish them for their disobedience so he was he he led them through the wilderness they roamed and roamed he said every day the spies who went to spy the Canaan land they brought an evil report and made them rebel against God and God said every day of the 40 days will be one year for you 
instead of one day to be one year uh, you 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 are pan- so that all those who rebelled against me men who could go to war from 20 years and upward will all die then the rest who don't who have not disobeyed me will go 40 years to humble them so by the time you come out of this wilderness now you cool pride is what the bible says goes before a fall and a haughty spirit against destruction yes pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall so pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall these are not good things but when you are a bit blessed and you have a little money or you are a bit well you see you become proud and puffed up so God sometimes needs various agents of humility to come your way and sober you down a bit because you, sometimes you don't even know how pride has entered your heart now, if, if you respond in a way we know that yeah but if I tell you you are proud you don't even accept it the pride will, will make you respond in a prideful way that you don't think is pride when you are proud you are haughty when you born haughty high minded you fall so anything that will make you humble is a blessing from God yes in Job 41 verse 34 he says he beholdeth all high things. He is okay. Let's start from a, a bit earlier. The, the Leviathan, the Leviathan is another name for Satan. Leviathan, the verses before. Uh-huh. Canst thou draw out Leviathan with an hook? This is Satan being described. Leviathan. And in verse 34, he describes him. He says that there, verse 34, he said, He beholdeth all high things. He is a king over all the children of pride. He is a king over all the children. Satan is the king of all the children of pride. Why should Satan be your king when Christ is supposed to be your king? And he says he's led them through the wilderness. In which were fiery serpents and drought and hunger and gave them bread they ate bread for a long time and started complaining and they we brought them meat and he punished them when they were chewing the meat hey it was not easy for them by the time they finished you are cool you are humble so sometimes there are sufferings things you go through helps to humble you hmm let me read this for you here. He says, If humility is the key to becoming the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 18, 4, He that will be greatest should be first be a child. He says that then whatever brings you humility must be the greatest gift from God to you. The suffering that makes you humble is therefore God's greatest gift to you. If you have eyes to see, 
you will count it all joy when you enter into various testings, trials, and temptations. James 1, 2, he says, count it all joy. Count it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into diverse testings and temptations and trials. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Yes, and let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So he says, hmm? What is it that has made you sad in this life and caused you to suffer? Hmm? It is perhaps the same thing that God has you will use to make you humble. Yes. Is it your husband? I'm reading page 35. Is it your wife? Is it the rejection you have experienced? Even in Africa, is it the poverty? Is the poverty we have experienced has made us humble? That's why we turn to God. In Europe, security man, watchman, he drives a Benz. He parks his Benz at the same place where the chief is in. The same area, same environment. He goes to the same shop. He doesn't have any much money, but once he's able to earn a little bit and pay $2, $3, for he can have anything that he wants. They live without a lot of want. They go to restaurant the same. Ghana had a restaurant. Now, question: We are big man. Restaurant ye be beer. Is that not so? Yeah. Drive a car. Is that like when you enter a company, they give you a car? Wow. Because in the midst of poverty, the one card man is the champion. <laughs> Once you have a car in your family, it's like you're a big man. You're somebody that must be respected. Car is not anything abroad. They don't fast and pray for it. So when we fast and pray, visa, visa, even they don't want to come to Africa. They find it dangerous. You want to go abroad. You need visa. But because we don't have, we are humble to pray. When you have a little bit, you don't pray again. After this series, I'm going to be talking about the, the, the seed of prayer. Sowing seeds of prayer. Yes, but this is our year of sowing seeds. So, this one is the sowing seeds of losing, suffering, and dying, and sacrificing. This one. The next one will be seeds of prayer. Yes. When you are a bit blessed, you don't go for prayer meetings. All night. Is that you can't come for all night because your house is too nice and it's attackable. Meanwhile, you can leave your house and, and travel for trek. But because you are not humble you don't think you need God anymore because you've got a car you've got, because most prayer meetings are for car, house and so when people go for prayer meeting the guy who has a car already what, what purpose is this prayer and he, he will have any other car he wants after this, it's not a problem like that you need a house. You don't need a house for anything. Oh, my key, the key to my house. The key, I'm calling you. I call you from the north. I call you from the south. I call you from the east and the west. Come now. Come now. In the name of Jesus. Hey, it's coming. Ayo, 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 ayo. Butuno, 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 butuno. 
you see so when people feel that what is this prayer meeting about we are going to pray for car house he doesn't need that even security to an extent he has security officers he has a g-force or k9 or these companies to secure his house and then he has barbed wire fencing he doesn't need it's like he doesn't think he needs all those things and because you don't think you need you don't think you need God that's your mistake so there are things you see then God will send you a wife big man with money nobody move you think it's because of your money that you have, you have married me? I don't beat your money. Can take your money. Oh, Ajwa, Ajwa, me am sir, me am yode. Okwasi, I'm paying now. The teacher hand. Oh, Ajwa, I'm not from Kwasiano. Oh, oh, oh. So now I'm done with ya. Matobi piyama, odi matam. Oh, ready. Huma bawai. So that wife is that. Humility agent, yes. So instead of running away as a Christian, you have to tell yourself, This one is good for me because otherwise, how will I be humble with all this my money, with all these my cars, with all the influence I have? What is it? But a small girl can bring you to tears. <laughs> is it your husband? You beautiful girl. You that the whole world was looking for. You settled for this guy. They don't know how it is, but you love him. So, greater sex man. So, when he eats, it's loud. Yes. But somehow, that's what you like. Now, just in your defender, just moving you about. Do do. Tetel. You are a nice, intelligent mind. Going to marry this guy out of love. He said, Oh, because of Christ, you too, you want to love somebody. He's spiritual. Say, No, Nim, send me a handle, ma. And you too, you have read Milson Boone and uh, uh, this type of Barbara Catland uh, and what are the uh, Harley Quinn no money, this type of nice uh, what story, love stories? Uh, blue jeans, uh, okay, blue jeans, uh, Daniel Steele give you a nice setting, ideal home, how the husband and wife behave, everything, and you like watching. Uh, rom-com movies romantic comedy movies where the homes are very nicely set and husband and wife are together everything is working nice and you want some in your house and this guy you know he doesn't like sitting at table he wants to eat standing in the kitchen <laughs> your friend is Gina Hoji he's never eaten from a dining table before now I got tough fucking knife. Nice dining table. You went yourself to Oka, going to organize large dining table with everything. Fucking knife, nicely arranged. He doesn't like those things. Oh, then why did I even marry this foolish man? It's your agent of humility. Agent of humility. 
you must thank God. It's a gift of God for you. So you can be humble to, to, to gain the attribute that God lifts and exalts. And then on top of that, as you are going to people are calling you. Yes. And then when you come home, like you sleep, eh? Now the and then the food that he was eating, he just reached it in the bowl, he's sitting down. When you enter, be yourself. So what we don't know is that it is part of our Christianity that these things sometimes are inside. Yes. What will you do? God loves you, that's why. Is it your marriage? Is it your child? Or is it the child you didn't have? Or is it the child you have? This child who has become so wayward, stealing your money, running away from the house, doesn't bring bring you problems every day. Teachers are calling you. Ah, You that you were so correct in school, from your childhood to your marriage, the virgin Mary. Well, sleeping with some girl trying to sleep with the girl he's lying on them from age 7 hey where did you learn this one from that child then you now have to go to God oh my God have mercy on me look after my child my child is a problem, Lord. I need deliverance for this child. There's a demon in my child. But if it wasn't so, you would never pray. Meanwhile, prayer is good for you. Look at you, an astute businessman. And why you broke, see? Astute businessman with intelligence for business and marketing. Near, almost near Professor Hinson's level. There's no job you do that can give you any profit. Hey! Miss first class by two points. Unilever employed you from school. Somehow you left, went to America, came back, went here, came back. Now you, are, you don't have a job. Is it a job you don't have? The struggle to get a job now you are almost 39. There's no job. What, what, what does it mean? What does it mean? It's to make you humble and come to God. Because those who have jobs and those who have money and those who have houses and those who have stable marriages, they don't want God at all. They don't want to come to church. They don't want to be serious. They don't want to be regular. And look at you. He said nobody paid your fees. You didn't have anybody to take you to school. Uh huh. It's good for you. Look at you in the choir. Why worry, Uncle Wejai? Many wives they stop choir. They don't help in ushering. 
Aquaba ladies, few. We should have 50 Aquaba ladies lined up. Some here on this side by each door. Hey, how many doors? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I don't know how many I have. I'm just counting. Times 2 here. Then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 on this side. There should be nine aquabali each by each door smiling. Hello, you are welcome. Enjoy the service. You'll be so blessed. Then they come. Then there'll be ashes. About hundred men, each by each row, each section, and everything with their tie and suit. Welcoming. But look at these ashes. They don't many of them don't have jobs. They don't have money. They don't have any high-end job. That's why they are serving God. That's why they are serving God. But you, you are blessed. They call you, come and help in the church of God. As if said, they are pulling your tooth out. Just want to be at home and just relax. Watching political discussions and making comments. Why shouldn't God send you something that will humble you? Otherwise, he will never get you to serve him, which will give you crowns when you pass from this life. When the uselessness of life comes to an end. And everybody knows that we all come to an end. That's why the Bible says that it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all flesh. The end of all flesh. That's why. That's why when you go there you see the uselessness of anything we do here this is the end hey it's not good what should I use my life for is there anything worthwhile is there anything rewarding Bible says that you will even heap up riches even when you leave the riches whether the one who will inherit will be a fool or a wise man you can't even tell all your labors of a house you see people they build houses when their children inherit them they sell all and after some years they all become poor again I understand only 2% of people who inherit things make it anything prosperous so one man he was growing he was about 90 years old he said it's not good to have too many houses it's not good to have too many houses So brothers and sisters Christ put suffering In life To help us to walk in humility Hansen Yes Whatever you have or you don't have True That's the reality And for the sake of Christ I'm telling you that If you rejoice in your sufferings you will see the glory that will be revealed 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 instead of fighting it killing it poisoning it some people want to poison their husbands or poison their wives so that they can be free for the sake of Christ this is is the cross I have to carry it's not easy Jesus didn't find it easy when he was carrying the cross he fell and they brought this this uh, 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 Simon the, of Cyrene to come and help him to carry it. He himself couldn't carry it. 
the natural man will call these things your greatest misfortunes even as whether it's a sickness do you see or the death of a spouse and today we can add or the death of your son I'm sure if he was he was writing he would have written the death of, the death of your son I said, as if I don't pray it will, it will sober you as if I'm out of God's will or I'm gone to crusade back to back is it that God didn't, was not happy with me or something it will, it will affect your mind God bless this great prophet of God that he is still continuing to do what God has called him to do. God bless you. Please stand to your feet. on Tuesday I'll be continuing on this same note from here and I want you to come I want you to be in the Tuesday service it's part of our Christian suffering to go through traffic even not eating on Tuesday evening because of church I called my friend Bempa Bishop Bempa at Holy Hill I, 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 actually I was with him it was a Tuesday I said oh let's eat something he said, oh, Tuesday day you need it because of church in the evening. A man of God is not eating on Tuesday because of church in the evening. Why don't we want to have any suffering and difficulties for Christ? Christian Tuesday, you don't come to church because you don't want to suffer traffic and inconvenience of go home in, going home late. I mean, what is that? Don't you go home late already? Many times? Oh, Mejai, uh, Mejai when I was younger, I used to go home late. But these days, you know, the, the, the world is dangerous. Dangerous. He says, if you save your life, you will lose it. If you lose your life for his sake, because you will still lose. When you are for Christ, you will still lose for his sake. But he says that you will gain it. Believe Christ. You will gain it. If you lose something for Christ, you will gain it. God is gracious, brothers and sisters. Do not run away from Him. A few more days, and our work here on earth will be done. When it's done, it's done for eternity. It remains to be contemplated here for people to tell of the great works God used us to do in our generation and time. Clap your hands. Let's pray. Let's pray. Pray that God will give you grace. Grace to suffer. Grace to go through. Endure. Yes. Endure. Paul said, God gave me because of my abundance of revelation he gave me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to perfect me so that I will not be exalted above measure I will not become too puffed up that's why a messenger of Satan was sent into source life something that was not from God so that he can he can be humble and still be, be looked at by God as a favorite son, a favorite child.
Lift your hand and close your eyes. Tell God, my God, whatever cross I must carry, whatever suffering I must go through, Lord, have mercy on me. Grace to survive, grace to go through, grace to make it to the very end, to the end of time, to the ends of the earth, to the end of my life. We ask for grace, O God. Give us grace to go through the thing that we must go through. Give us grace, O God, to suffer the things that we must suffer. Lord, give us grace, O God, the grace of God to help us to Jesus, lift your hand and pray, Lord, for grace to be humble, to go through what I must go through, to survive what I must survive, so I can be humble in your house, humble in your hand, humble under the mighty hand of God. God, this is your word. Confirm it with signs following. Signs and wonders in the lives of your people in the name of Jesus. Whatever stands in your way, whatever God has allowed to bring you humility, may it finish its work quickly and may it be taken away from your life. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. You are speaking to us. Spirit of God is speaking. Holy Spirit is speaking to us. He's guiding us into the word. Yes. Receive grace. To walk through the word. To obey him. To live for him. To serve him. To do his will. To survive to the end. To be a Christian to the very end. To obey him to the very end. And no matter how difficult the journey. May he give you grace. To survive. In the name of Jesus. Whose we are. And whom we serve. Even Jesus. Who shall come to judge the quick and the dead that is appearing. May he. May he succor you. And deliver you. From every evil. In Jesus name. Amen. If you are here this morning, you are not a born again Christian. And you want to give your life to Jesus. Somebody invited you here. Ah, maybe you've been through some things and you have not understood them. But today, God is telling you. He needed to get your attention. 
If you are here this morning and you want to give your life to Jesus, please lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Anybody here like that, lift your hand up. God bless you. 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 Anybody else, lift your hand and say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here. God bless you. Come running, come running, come running to the mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will be your covering. In that will flow freely. It will flow by your healing. Come running to the mercy seat. Lift your two hands. Let's pray together. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. From today, I am yours. You are mine. I am yours. You are mine. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's time for communion. Beautiful. Take out your elements. Father, we thank you for the body of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Drink, this is my blood. Which was shed for you. Thank you, Jesus. Whoever eats my for your suffering and drinks my blood. What you went through, what you survived. That's why you prayed for three hours. For my flesh. That if it is not possible that but this cup would not pass unless I drink it, then your will be done. Then strengthen me to survive. Strengthen me to go through that While they are beating me I will not change my mind Thank you for your suffering Thank you for the body That was broken for us Jesus name The body of Jesus This is the holy meal Is the meal of God It will sustain you Washes away all our sins, delivers us from wickedness. Now let this blood speak for you. Yes, whatever is difficult, whatever is unbearable, by the blood, let there be healing, let there be strengthening. Father, thank you. Thank you. Whatever work must be done in us to make us humble. May it finish quickly. Any affliction, may it finish quickly. That we might be able to walk in humility and righteousness all the days of our lives. Without cursing you, without changing our mind, without ever running away from following God. We ask for mercy. In Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus Christ.
over you. Oh, yes. May God do a work in you and cut it short in righteousness. May He finish it. May He bless you. May He help you. May you survive the years to come, the days to come, the months to come, the weeks to come. Victory. 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 Rejoicing. Rejoicing in your God. Ever rejoicing. Never giving up. Be blessed to survive. Be blessed to serve the Lord. Be blessed to prosper in Him. And be blessed to suffer and endure suffering for Him. In the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands and celebrate the Lord. no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.